This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. News last week has been talked about since the moment it hit the headlines. The chain party city is closing several dozen stores because of a helium shortage. I mean, helium shortage? So no balloons? Well, actually, it is much more serious than that. To explain what's going on with this, we're joined now by Phil Kornbluth, who's a helium industry consultant based in Bridgewater, New Jersey. Phil, thanks so much for being here. Uh, My pleasure. What is going on in the helium industry? Well, uh, there's been a shortage uh, that really started uh, last February, so February of 2018. So this isn't new. Uh, And, uh, you know, it's it's been uh, most of the... uh, Major suppliers of helium have been allocating supply to their customers, which means they've been uh, uh, supplying uh, less than their customers uh, would like to uh, uh, purchase. And uh, due to the shortage and some other factors, uh, prices have gone up uh, quite a lot in the uh, in the last couple of uh, last uh, let's say six months or so. And, uh, you know, what we've seen just recently is the, the media has become uh, a lot more aware of this uh, because uh, Party City has, uh, uh, you know, in their quarterly uh, earnings conference calls have talked quite a bit about the helium shortage. So it's gotten a lot more attention recently. Yeah, what's causing the shortage? Well, it's, a, it's really a more driven by a failure or decline of existing sources rather than, uh, you know, great, greatly increased demand for helium. Uh, you know, there's a number of uh, sources uh, that are uh, that have depleted or declined, and uh, that's really what's driven the shortage. I mean, the, the biggest thing here is that the uh, U.S. federal uh, helium stockpile uh, has depleted by uh, from what used to be over 30 BCF, which was an incredibly large amount of helium uh, to have stored in the ground, to uh, 3 BCF. Uh, and uh, so with that depletion, uh, there's uh, less pressure in the reserve. The government is uh, less has a reduced ability to deliver that uh, helium to the four private helium refineries that rely on it for, for uh, feed gas. And those plants have all lost production capacity. So uh, that's been the the biggest single uh, factor driving the shortage. But there have been, um, uh, you know, let's say reduced production from plants in Algeria. And there have been some outages uh, that have affected uh, production as well. But it's a a production-driven shortage. Yeah, where do we get helium from? Where do we get it? Well, helium is... uh, Originally, it's produced in the ground uh, by the radioactive decay of uh, uranium and thorium. Uh, but uh, in, as far as how it's produced, it's uh, produced primarily as a, as a byproduct of natural gas processing and uh, liquefied natural gas production. So it's a it's a it's a waste product from uh, natural gas processing plants uh, and uh, LNG production plants because it, it's one of the components of natural gas that, that doesn't burn. So uh, it's, uh, if there's not enough of it in that waste gas, it just gets vented to the atmosphere. But when you have a large enough quantity of helium in that waste gas, which means uh, the total amount as well as the concentration in that waste gas, 
you might have enough uh, to be feedstock for a helium purification and liquefaction plant. And uh, so there's 14 of those plants in the world. Uh, seven are in the United States, which accounts for a little more than half of the world's production. Uh, two of them are in Qatar, which accounts for about 30% of the world's production. Uh, two are in Algeria, which is 9%. And then you have one uh, small, three small plants, one each in Poland, Russia, and Australia. Is it a big industry? Because it's not just balloons. Like we talk about balloons, but really that's just what people think of. But it's used everywhere, isn't it? It's used for quite a few things. I mean, it's it's not a really big industry in terms of like, uh, you know, global sales might be on the order of $6 billion a year or something like that, which is really not that large. But it is used for a lot of diverse applications, including things like uh, – uh, it's uh, liquid helium is refrigerant for the magnets that are in MRI scanners. Uh, it's used in the manufacturing of semiconductor chips. It's used in the manufacturing of optical fiber cable. Uh, it's used in leak detection. It's used for diving. It's used for uh, uh, lifting, uh, you know, the Goodyear blimp and uh, <laughs> aerostats, aerostats that, that are used by the military uh, and um, it's uh, it's got you know, it's got a whole ho- host of applications. Uh, the aerospace application is one that's been growing recently with uh, more and more uh, launches by private companies like SpaceX and Blue Origin, et cetera. Right. So then, with all of these uses and with this shortage, are prices going up? Uh, prices have gone up uh, quite uh, dramatically uh, since last uh, uh, late last summer when the uh, U.S. government. Uh, conducted their last uh, auction of helium from the federal stockpile and then their subsequent uh, fixed price sale that they do after that. And, uh, you know, in some cases, prices have doubled. I mean, typically, I would say prices have probably got many prices have gone up by 50 percent. And uh, prices, some in some cases, prices have doubled. Yeah. OK, so do we expect this to ease anytime soon or is this some kind of new normal? Uh, well, I wouldn't say it's a new normal, but I don't expect it to ease anytime soon. In fact, the, the helium shortage is going to get a lot worse this summer because the world's largest plant, which is an, an ExxonMobil plant in Wyoming, is going to take a five-week shutdown. So uh, on top of the existing shortage, which is probably uh, a 10% to 15%-ish type shortage, the uh, world supply is going to lose another 23%. So we're going to be uh, in a deficit of about 35% uh, this uh, summer. So July, August, and September are probably going to be really uh, um, sloppy in terms of uh, it's going to be hard to get helium uh, for a few months. And, uh, you know, most people think the shortage will continue throughout all of this year, uh, throughout uh, some or all of next year, depending on when a new plant from uh, in Qatar starts up. And then finally, in 2021, uh, big-time relief is uh, expected. Uh, If uh, a new Russian project in Siberia uh, starts up as planned uh, in mid-2021. But that's you saying that's a big if. Well, it's always uh, these types of projects, uh, there's always some question uh, as to whether they'll start up on time. You know, these are large capital projects and in this case, in a pretty remote part of the world. And, uh, you know, history says that these projects never start up early. 
So, you know, it, uh, uh, you know, a delay is always possible, uh, although at this point in time, there's, you know, no one has uh, said that they expect delays. Right. Is this causing any kind of problem on the medical side of things? Like, uh, other than Party City having to close a lot of stores, is there any kind of shortage that's impacting, like, the business world? Uh, well, you know, I don't. I wouldn't say that. Let's say MRI scanners are shutting down or anything like that. I think, for the most part, the folks who have critical needs for helium have been able to get their helium. Uh, what you have seen is uh, occasional uh, spot load uh, or spot purchases at really dramatically higher prices. So there's there's not a lot of helium sold on the spot market. It's probably one percent or so of of the world. Um, demand is uh, supplied with spot product. But if you get yourself in a fix where you need to buy on the spot market, uh, you could easily be paying two to four times uh, normal, let's say, long-term contract prices. So you really don't want to be buying helium on the spot market. Ouch. All right, Phil, thank you so much for explaining all this to us. Hey, my pleasure, Simi. That is Phil Kornbluth, who is a helium industry consultant based in Bridgewater, New Jersey. That was so fascinating to me because I knew nothing about the helium industry until Phil just explained it all to us. Yes, you would mostly associate you know, helium with party balloons, but we also use it in software, electronics, MRI machines, all sorts of different places. And as Phil just explained to us, more than 75% of helium just comes from three sources and like about a dozen plants all over the world. And that is it. It looks like the shortage is going to continue for at least another year or so.